Hey guys, Reverend Jess here. If you enjoy this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend. That way we can continue growing the congregation of the Church Absurd. Looking to expand your playlist? Well, Fat Lulz Radio has got you covered. Lose your religion with Reverend Jess and Deacon Sam over on the Church Absurd. Hear nerd culture get dissected on the Fickle Fanboy with RPM. Get drunk at the round table with the designated drinkers. Hear solid and interesting interviews on Unseriously Serious. Do you want to get involved? Send your rant over to the League of Infuriated Nerds. Also, check out the Fat Lulz Radio Associated shows. Get your not-safe-for-work talk radio fix on the Robin Slim Show. Get some life advice from Jerry and Cal on From the Bottom. All of these shows and more await you at Fat Moles Radio. You can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, and various podcast apps, as well as our website, fatmolesradio.us. HTTP, not HTTPS. We hope you enjoy the smorgasbord of shows we have prepared for you. Fat Moles Radio, stuff full of entertainment. This is former governor of Minnesota, Ryan DePerno. <laughs> and you're listening to The Church Absurd on Fat Moles Radio. You need to shut the fuck up. You feel blamed. Smoke weed. Are you mad? You feel like Welcome, brothers and sisters, to the 20th episode of The Church Absurd. I'm your host, Reverend Jess, joined by Deacon Sam. And, yeah, we are. Coming to you live from the bowels of uh, Vault 606 in Jackson. Are we live right now? No. Okay. No. But I mean, they'll think we're live. Yeah. <laughs> we're live in person in a building. Yeah. But, you get uh, a point there. But yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, we are alive. That's the level yeah. we're working with. Okay. Um, so yeah. yeah, how was your week? Hell. Okay. It's, it's been hell. Uh, yeah, working like 10 days straight mm-hmm. and nine of them, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. So that's been fun. But, uh, yeah, naturally. Yeah. Eat my my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, but I haven't gotten fuck all done with the cabin because my my wood keeps getting rained on. Can't do flooring while it's raining because, you know, swells, shrinks with moisture. So, and I can't fucking dig out a septic tank. So, yeah. That seems like a really tough uh, existence there. Yeah. Is it an existence in which you go fuck yourself? (laughs) No. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, my week was... Un- I, I just do not care about your week. My week was uneventful. I, I beat Phantom Pain finally. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's the extent of your depression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just sat in my fucking house getting prepared for this interview. That's it. Sorry, right, uh, We are joined... Saints Row 3. <laughs> we are joined by the propi- proprietor of this establishment, uh, the one and only Ben. Ben, say hi. Howdy, howdy. Yeah. Uh, so you may be thinking, like, why are they coming to you live from a video game store? And that's because with this being episode 20, okay, I don't really have that re- many ideas. And uh, we decided we were going to um, <laughs> we do a special thing for episode 20. So we're not doing Unholy Beasts and Blasphemous Theories. We're not doing Wow, That's Fucked Up. We're not doing The Cringe Corner. We're doing something we haven't done in a hot minute, okay? And I'm talking about the one, the only occupational torment you know what the real tragedy about all this is i'm not even supposed to be here today this job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers i've seen some pretty shitty situations in my life but nothing has ever sucked more ass than this ever since i started working um every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it what about today is today the worst day of your life yeah wow that's messed up 
That's right. If you had never listened to the show before, which is a good possibility, uh, Occupational Torment is where we bring someone on to talk about their occupational torment, a.k.a. the reason their job sucks or what makes their job hard to do. And that's why we're coming to you from Vault 606 today. Uh, ben. Yes, sir. You have been running the store for how long? We have been in business almost three years now. Okay, so three years. Okay, now let's start at the beginning. Okay, uh, what when you were younger, when, when did you get in, like heavily involved into video games? Oh, day one, man. Since I can remember. Yeah. Uh, Christmas, Super Nintendo, Super Mario World. It's like... Were you the Nintendo 64 kid, the one that gets really excited? <laughs> I got mine super light. Yeah. Super light. Yeah. I uh, I got my first Nintendo 64 when uh, the the Xbox 360 came out. Yeah. So yeah. I kept a PlayStation 2 all the way up past like mid PlayStation 3 life. Yeah. I yeah. I finally got a PS2. <laughs> Turned like PS3. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday. Just picked one up from both six to six. <laughs> Zing. No, but uh, I was the youngest out of four children, so they already had that shit when I was around. Yeah, so you got the hand me down console. Yeah, pretty much. So your brother was probably. For my like, 16th birthday, I bought my own Xbox. Nice. Original yeah. Xbox? Oh, uh, no, 360. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, no. mm, yeah. Very nice. Uh, if you could list you know, your favorite games of all time, what would, it be? what would they be? Probably, let's see, number one would have to be Final Fantasy VII. I've got Cloud tattooed on me. Yeah. Mm, then it would have to be. Mario RPG, H1Z1. Mm. Really, H1Z1? Yeah, huh. it, 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 that was a weird one, man. I, I, we might have to get into that later, but we, yeah. it kind of got almost cult-like. Yeah, it had a had a clan on there, and it was huge. Yeah, yeah, it was something else. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is a given. Yeah, I mean, naturally. I mean, it's there's a reason it's it's getting remade. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's making that money. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, you know, there's a thing about video games where they stick with you, and even if they're not good, you can still associate some good memories with them for yeah. sure. Because like I remember playing games that you know in retrospect are dog shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I remember having a fucking blast with them. Oh yeah. You know. I remember playing Mario is Missing. You remember that game? <laughs> oh, what a wasted rental weekend, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but, you know, I played the shit out of that game when I was a kid. I was like five. That's You know, it was fine with me. Okay, so did you always, you know, have it in your head that you, you wanted to own a video game store? Yeah, but f- for a long time, I thought that it was too outlandish for the area. Yeah. It wouldn't make enough money. Yeah. Because we are, we are in the sticks, yeah. really. Uh, you know, there's, I mean, there's, <laughs> the majority of what you're shopping at in this place is a dollar store. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, basically, and you know, for our listeners. That's uh, some good fucking prices, man. Yeah, that's true. But, but like, regardless, this is Letterkenny, is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, you guys probably don't get that reference, but it's coming to Hulu, so you guys should check it out. But, uh, but yeah, it's not the hot spot for a video game store especially a, you know an independent video game store i would say we're 45 miles away from the nearest just specifically other video game store yeah yeah that's that's about right yeah give or take Winchester. Uh, any well uh, in either direction really you know yeah. if you go the other way god it would yeah. be hundreds of miles i'd assume yeah well i mean there's you know because there's a GameStop in hazard and then yeah. there's a GameStop in mount sterling and then there's you know the other place uh, in Stanton somewhere but regardless it's pretty fucking far yeah you know um 
I heard about this place through Sam. He had just told me about it, and I came in here, and, you know, naturally, like, you know, it's a store catering to our kind. Yeah. The kind that, you know, go to a podcast in a video game store. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, in all, in all honesty, it's, it's probably one of the best, you know, stores in the area as far as something catering to, you know, interests. You know, because everything is very... I mean, this is the type of area where if you want, you know, specific movies, you just can't fucking get them. Yeah. You know, you got to go to the pawn shop or you got to go to fucking Walmart and see what they have. You know, it's just next to impossible to find, you know, niche products. Now, this place, I mean, I, I came in here today and there's a fucking Michael Jordan, you know, chaos in the Windy City in the in the front display case. I in mean, the box. Yeah, in the box. Who has that? Nobody. <laughs> not even Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan's just like, I'm not fucking touching that shit. <laughs> but regardless, the, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, it's definitely, pre- it definitely presents its own challenges, you know, being in the area that you're in. Are you born and raised here? Yes. Okay. So you grew up in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So basically, you know, would you say it was born of you not having a place to go? Yeah, man. I mean, it's not like any of us could drop and go to the mall. Yeah, that's that'd be because the mall's hours. in Lexington. <laughs> yeah, that's three hours. Two hours. Yeah. yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah, and and not to get too personal, but I had two older brothers that were really, really bad on drugs. Yeah. So seeing them, you know, that's what they did with their free time, and they destroyed themselves. Exactly. So I just locked myself in the room with my Super Nintendo. And yeah. That's that's I mean that's not a bad way to yeah, spend fair time. Off. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's like you look at things like uh, like indie game the movie. You know what I mean? Like the people that are, that are in that and they get super successful because they develop games. You know they start off as video game fans. Yeah. You know and then you got people like James Rolfe. You know the angry video game nerd who literally has built his career around him loving video games so much. Yeah. You know and that has you know essentially snowballed to the point where he not only does the you know the video game show he has the fucking movie show and everything like that that he does so it, it just it works out that way so were you always in a storefront or did you start off and like you know uh, i started a uh, funny thing about james roth is right around the time his videos got big it was like 2009 i think yeah give or take i was always you know kept my kept, i always had games but seeing his videos kind of ignited a fire in me to, to want to be in the business and it's it, video games is the hardest one of the hardest businesses you could get into absolutely. oh yeah, I would yeah absolutely. everybody wants to be covered in video <coughs> games all day but yeah it's it's got its up and ups and downs but yeah that's and i started being an ebay seller online seller yeah through facebook and ebay because I, I thought it would always be secondary income. I could just sell the games that I was done playing. I didn't have to mess with GameStop. Yeah. And and then eventually, you know, it, it kind of... The job prospects around here were so bad. I was like, if I'm sitting at the house and I'm going to flea markets, I'm buying games and stuff with what little money I had, I have yeah. and selling them online, maybe I can do this, you know, from the house. And that's... It, it kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. Have you ever been to a, at a point where you were specifically making money just to buy video games? Mm. I'm, get, I'm getting Dr. Phil on this guy. Oh, right yeah. Now. No. Do you think that you may have an addiction mm, to, no, not really. to video games? Now, at, at some points, like with the H1Z one I was talking about, um, yeah, I have had periods where 
I went through depression and stuff. Yeah. It is all I've done. Yeah. But yeah. nowadays, I might play maybe 10 hours a week, max. Yeah. But the, the store keeps me so busy. Like, well, naturally. A lot yeah. of people think that my job is just sitting back here playing video games, but I would never sit. I've never sit and just played a game in yeah. this building or any other building that yeah. I've been in. Yeah, I mean, I could see with that. At least not with some sort of ulterior motive like yeah, testing. testing. Yeah, yeah, we test a lot, but other than that, yeah. Do you? Would you say that it is nowhere near what you thought it was going to be when you first, you know, decided to get into this business? I daydreamed about owning a store since I've been early teenage years. Yeah, and I kind of figured, you know, it would be a lot of work, mm-hmm. but the some of the aspects of it that I thought would be minor ended up being way more time consuming than yeah. I thought. Like answering messages. I've had I've went through in the past three months four phones and two of them was specifically because I, I would leave them off. I'd get overwhelmed with messages. So I'd turn the fucking phone off. Yeah. And then, you know, a day and a half later I would turn it back on and it would lock up because it would just yeah. keep pinging, pinging, yeah. pinging. Yeah, it's uh, it sounds you know it don't it definitely sounds stressful. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I I love this job. I yeah, can't imagine you wouldn't trade for else. wouldn't trade for anything in the world. Yeah, I, I, man, I can't say. But blame keeping you. up with it sometimes is is stressful. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine because I you know I've done especially because like you know you buy used games. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, I've done that job before. Yeah. And you know it it was a situation of it was my dream job and everything like that. But, you know, I wasn't owning the store. I was just a peon worker. And, God, it was, you know, by six months, I was fucking miserable. You yeah. know? <laughs> Counter work is rough. Yeah. That's the, that's yeah. one reason why yeah. I worked so hard to get to the point. is because I don't, I, I don't like the counter work. Yeah. yeah. I could see where you're coming from with that. I mean, would, what would you say is the worst part of dealing with people at the counter? If, if somebody gets on ebay before they come in and they see an old game that still has the cellophane on it and it's in pristine condition and and it's on ebay for 300 bucks and then they've got the same copy of it with the label tore all to pieces out of the (laughs) no box nothing and they bring it to me and i'm like well this is worth 10 bucks so we can give you you know five six and then they just explode on me yeah i've had that happen a few times yeah do you see yourself as kind of a Rick Harrison, you know? It, yeah, yeah. So it's, got, it's, it's got a pawn shop feel to how everything goes, but it, it is very pawn shoppy. Yeah, when yeah. it comes to to, uh, to the pricing and determining what we can actually give minus overhead and bills yeah. to take home, like on, on a hundred dollar, say we sell a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, uh, I might put in my pocket five six bucks. Yeah, you know, and and. And people don't understand that. Some people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but, you know, it's a situation of, like, you know, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to, you know, fucking give $300 to this person, Mm -hmm. you know, for a fucking, like, literally what looks like their dog was chewing on it for fucking 20 minutes? Yeah. I mean, I can't say I I blame you with that shit. Because you only get so much time during an encounter with someone when they bring something in. Like, if they're wanting money... And wanting snappy, like give me the money and here's the game. I can't explain the nuances and ins and outs of not just regular business, exactly, but the collector market 
and the hobby as a whole in, yeah. a, in a matter of two minutes. Well, not only that, but let, let's be honest. Most people in this area who come in, you know, with you know this this game, there's a good chance it's fucking stolen. Yeah. Well, we we've had stolen merchandise come through, but it, it it's as of right now, it's not been as bad. Like we've had we've given away back to the people that it's stolen at a loss. Yeah. Probably. It happens about once a year. Yeah. But I'm sure, you know, there's been, you know, borrowing and, and then people come and trade them in and stuff. But a lot of it, you know, people take care of the new gen stuff more because, yeah. you know, you'll have 360 games and stuff like that. But Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. In this in this area, this area of eastern Kentucky, there is a pretty bad fucking meth problem. Yes. And, you know, people are always saying, you know, about how... You know, oh, weed's terrible, but at the same time, I've never known somebody to break into a fucking house and steal a console for a fucking joint. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm sure you get plenty of fucking junkies in this store. Uh, I thought that was a spitter, and you were taking a sip out of it. <laughs> just, just wanted to point that one out there. That kind of, I about lost my mind. I didn't know we were on Fear Factor. What the fuck? <laughs> Eastern Kentucky Fear Factor. I'd watch that show. Yeah, but uh, with with video games and stuff. It's not as big a percentage as, as as people would think. I'm sure pawn shops deal with it a lot because they're they buy weed eaters and yeah. things that oh, are. Yeah. yeah. But with us, um, we keep track of serial numbers. Everything that we we get is photoed to death because most of our sales are online. Yeah. So if someone brought me in something that was stolen, it would be kind of a dumb move. But every now and then you get somebody wanting to get high i guess so they don't care yeah. so they're, they're going they probably figure they're going to end up in jail in the next six months anyway. i mean let's be honest if they're on meth there's a good yeah. chance they're not yeah. thinking straight anyway you know yeah so if they bring something into me not only are they walking into just a, a farm of cameras that are recorded but then it's going to go online to not just the local public but the greater area yeah it's like we've got this for sale and it was like, well, I, I, my PS4 was stolen two days ago. That looks like it. It's got the same scratch on it. You know, we've had that happen. But oh, yeah. that's it's, any place that buys things that is used. That's got to be a pretty fucking awkward moment, though. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, you, I've <laughs> dealt. Yeah, but that's just part of it. You know, I can't, like, uh, the way that GameStop and Walmart have the wholesale locked up, that if a private store like ours tries to get brand new PS4 or Xbox One games, it's $52 a piece. Yeah. And you know that within a month, that game has dropped to 42 bucks. Yeah. So we can't buy boxes and boxes and boxes like Walmart and GameStop. Yeah. So they're just like, fuck you guys. We don't even need your business. Right. And that pretty much, like we're a video game store that is shunned by the video game market. And that's any local store. Yeah. Like you walk into, you know, a, a game exchange or whatever besides GameStop, like a local mom and pop, yeah. they're not going to have sealed games. And that's why. If they have a sealed game, it's because somebody's bought it from Walmart and brought it in there. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, at the end of the day, what can you do? There's nothing. It, it's, when you think about it, it's like you can sit and lose your mind over it but not many people want to see us succeed on the business end of yeah. things well speaking of people that didn't want to see you succeed <laughs> i want to talk to you about this topics forum oh yes <laughs> you posted on facebook uh, about this topics forum some some assholes were talking shit why don't you just tell us about that well i was going to ignore it and and just you know but it was about a weekend or something just non-stop messages of these 
because I, I haven't read it. I've got the cliff notes on it. Yeah. Because I didn't want to go and just ruin my night yeah. by, by reading this stuff. <clears throat> and from from what I've heard, it's it's pretty outlandish yeah. things. Like I I know you know we're customer based, and you can't have a hundred percent customer satisfaction. But they there is someone out there that that absolutely hates this store despising it some yeah. for some reason i don't know if it's because we couldn't buy something or it was a warranty that run out and they or it is something but does that does that get to you on yes. a personal level i i barely sleep some nights because you know you got all these little things that just go along with normal running a business and then you just put some sort of big slab of bullshit on top of it, and then you're, you're midway through a panic attack and don't yeah. even know it. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing I, I want to talk to you about. You know, I've, I've come in here, I don't know how many times, and I've seen prices that I can't believe myself because they're low. You know what I mean? And, you know, you, it's, it's just it's funny to me that these people feel that way because it's like, go in, for example, you got a copy of fucking Phantom Pain there. You know what I mean? For, yeah. for like seven bucks, right? And if I were to go to GameStop right now, I'd probably be paying fifteen yeah. to twenty bucks for that. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a fucking wonderful game. You know, and, and <laughs> you know if you can get it for seven bucks, I'm 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 telling Sam you should be fucking leaving with it tonight because it's fucking amazing. But still playing Saints Row Three. Yeah, there you go. When am I gonna get that back, you son of a bitch? <laughs> when I'm fucking done with it. It's been like three days. Yeah, I'm on solar energy, dick. It's been <laughs> raining. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. But uh, but yeah, and th- th- that's what I'm saying. Like basically, I know that by walking in this store and seeing the selection that you got, that if if there's something that I'm really looking for. I know I can find it at a much better price than I could find it anywhere else. You know what I mean? It's been, especially in the immediate area. Oh, yeah. No, as soon as I moved here last July and I found out about y'all, I came out here to, to your old store. Yeah, I've seen you a couple times. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, you can't forget that. You, <coughs> yeah, you can't forget this ugly mug. Yeah, you can't forget that this big is a face fucking for nose. Radio. <laughs> that giant fucking nose. <laughs> well, hey, it's crooked like this because I broke it when I was headbutting somebody and I just went in front of a mirror and smashed it back into place. Oh, you're badass, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's fun. Oh, my God. You just made my pussy wet. I know. What the fuck? No. <laughs> I'm sure it's flat just just a little flap in there yeah right. exactly just just sweating just a little splash of water yeah but with with the prices um, <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of wet pussy the prices the prices in here are so low it makes the pussy wet now yeah. that's the best that's the best type of fucking like critique you can get on this place yep there you go bumper right there <laughs> Vault 606, where the prices are so low, it'll be all over your face, neck, and chest. You know what I mean? <laughs> Please, no. We've got kids that come here. <laughs> we want to make it. We want to make it like so. It's basically you think Vault 606, and you fucking hear this shit. <laughs> What's up, guys? You ever play Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> we got Uncle Bad Touch. Right. That was my nickname in high school. What? Nothing. Anyway. But yeah, they they come out come after our prices hard, and that that's one reason why I've determined that it's just straight malicious. Yeah, because our prices aren't set in stone. Like when someone walks in, usually the counter person is supposed to tell them, "Hey, uh, if you see anything you like, we can work with you." Yeah, so you inspire you 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 encourage haggling. Oh yeah. Okay. Especially if you buy more than one thing. Yeah. I, I mean. I don't make a lot of money. 
mm-hmm. from this place. Yeah. I, I make enough to survive and do what I love. And, and keep I'm the ho- doors open yeah. and whatnot. And I'm hoping one day, you know, because we're not just focused on video games. Yeah. I've got several business partners that are, are working on other assets <laughs> to, you know, help keep to, to push a profit margin. Yeah. Usually, just, you know, not to get too horribly personal, $150 a week is a lot of money for me to bring home. Yeah. And one of the reasons why it's my my salary is so low is because I don't want to I don't want to have our prices the same as GameStop. Yeah. But it it hurts when we have to pay bills and stuff. Like we I know when we when the customers are there and they want stuff, the prices move tonnage. But when it starts to get slow, it hurts because you'll only have a couple customers come in and then the game prices are low on top of that and it's just a double whammy yeah and then yeah. and then the customers that do come in are just like come on my podcast and you're just like fuck off yeah. <laughs> but a, a lot of that stuff is just so blown out of proportion because of GameStop's prices yeah and then you have these these flea markets that like to pretend that they have overhead and put $45 on a copy of Super Mario World yeah that's yeah, yeah it's 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 pathetic is what it is yeah um, it's people that are not good at selling video games trying to make up for the fact that they don't sell a lot and yeah. that's what why you see the prices and they're hard to get a hold of yeah so well, it's like it's like when the place that i was working at um i'm not gonna say the name in the terms of being oh fuck it they're in a different state cd game exchange <laughs> yeah was, fuck them yeah i was working at a cd game exchange in maple heights ohio it's a fucking shithole and i hope it burns to the ground but uh <laughs> no but uh epic foreshadowing yeah. was it a pretty big store yeah it was decent sized i mean you know it's in maple heights ohio and you know that's like a it's like a suburb of like bedford and Gar- garfield heights I'm, I'm probably speaking greek to you but but it, it was a decent sized store i mean it had like you know it I'm not going to be a dick and be like, it was bigger than this. No, but, uh, but, he's, but, but he it was. Being Most stores are bigger than this one. Yeah, but uh, but it was, you know, they they sold fucking, you know, DVDs mostly. Yeah. I and mean, they had a very small game section. But, uh, like, they had an N64 section. And, you know, they were charging $150 for a copy of fucking Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, God. That wasn't in the box. Jesus Christ, that's yeah. triple. Yeah, exactly. Conker's will go max. It's dropped a little bit. There's been a lot of counterfeits hit the market, but 70 bucks was absolutely to the sky for yeah. a loose copy. Later. Yeah, and, like, my whole standpoint is, you know, like, that. no one's going to buy this. I'm like, and I told I told that to the manager. I don't like, know how many no. times. Because the person that comes in is going to be a collector, and any and 99% of collectors know they're fairly their prices or have a phone in their fucking pocket where yeah. they can look at eBay. Yeah. I don't know. Some people just blow my mind some store owners. and like don't get me wrong like i love conquer's bad fur day but great game it's not fucking 150 dollars no, you, you can get a counterfeit for 24 bucks right so fuck that i'll get it on a, i'll get it on an emulator for free i don't yeah. give a shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no, asshole. i'm sorry i'm sorry fuck me for, for not <laughs> we'll, we'll just them. we'll just bleep <laughs> all that out no, <laughs> we just one long bleep. i love emulators too because uh i mean collectors they're wanting the real thing i mean i, I was freaking out back in the day when when uh, emulators starting to hit big and I was an eBay seller and everybody you know was talking about how emulators were going to kill the collector's market yeah that, since the inception of video game like as you know as something that you can collect mm-hmm. there has been rumors of the bubble popping and nobody wanting them anymore yeah I mean 
To be fair, like as far as the the reason I play fucking emulators is because I'm a broke fucking asshole, yeah, yep. yep. and I can't fucking afford you know a, the price of a console, and like not to mention like you look at people that do like speed running and shit, yeah, you know what I mean? Like if they want to speed run something on the fucking original Atari and yeah. they don't have an original Atari, yeah. it's a much easier situation for them to just fucking emulate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not to mention that I don't see why people have issues with it because I'm just sitting there like, well, emulators are slower anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But um, that's another, another thing I wanted to ask you. What do you think about speedrunners? Uh, I I personally know one speedrunner that holds the world record for Super Mario RPG. I went to college with him. Really? And uh, we done a post, a congratulations post, like two weeks ago, where uh, he, he was going for that for a long time. And he had been in the top five competing against players in Asia and all over the world. But he, he got it. And I'm off off for it I'm, i could ass- i assume that it could get obsessive yeah. but that's anything well but, okay um devil's advocate yeah would you say that uh, like let's say someone was to prevent pre- provide the argument that speedrunners, like by showing how quickly you can beat a game you know it's sort of like you know a slap in the face to the creativity of that game especially because like for example someone i was watching someone who beat fucking fallout new vegas in yeah. 14 minutes you know what i mean yeah how there's, there's, a, there's a glitch uh, where, like, if you uh, open and uh, like open your your pit boy and fucking like uh, disarm your pistol at the same time, it makes you fly forward or something like that. And he was doing that, but uh, oh yeah. But regardless, I, I, you know, because you look at some something like, for example, like Phantom Pain, yeah. where it's you know minimum fifty hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, with side ops and shit like that. And if somebody speed runs it, not to mention, you know, with the story and everything like that, you know, people who put a lot of work into this shit, you know, when they actually put the time in and, and form, like, a, a really great story, yeah, you know, it's kind of, would you say, you know, I could say, it's kind of a punch in the dick to the people that, you know, thought up this amazing fucking story. You know I, could, I, mean? I could see that on newer games, but the... the well, I, I mean, I'm not, really I'm, not, I'm not talking about, like, fucking, you know, NES, like, you yeah. know, Ghosts and Goblins, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, but I'm talking about something like Fallout or something like a Skyrim, or, you know, yeah. it's, it's, okay, Bethesda games, yeah. you know what I mean, where they put the work in to, you know, give you this long-ass experience, you know? Well, I would, I would probably assume someone who could beat it that quick has probably... S- seen every little aspect of that well yeah. what I'm what I'm referring to is people that haven't played the game yet. Mm, and you know they just I mean? watch a speed run yeah exactly I would say but I would hope that it would just like spark an interest in going and getting that game yourself yeah because yeah. they really should because yeah. I mean, Fallout New Vegas is really fun <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, it's, yeah that's probably my cat's name Vegas really I've got the the <laughs> <Bob Boy. laughs> tattooed on me so yeah. Yeah, I, the Fallout games are just—I mean, they're amazing. Now, now, did, did you go back and play the originals? Uh yeah, I own those on Steam. How, how do you like those ones? They're pretty good. Yeah. I, I like. It's, I, it's a different. I, yeah, different I haven't version. beat those, but I haven't had a chance to ever get into those. They're pretty solid. Yeah, Fall, yeah. New Vegas was the first video game I'd owned in years, and I put on Steam offline hours were at like fifteen hundred. Yeah, man, it's just so good. I know. I play. I even. I've owned it four times now yeah. for Xbox three sixty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I like I. I recently decided. You know, like I said, I recently. Uh, you know, decided to 
reignite the spark with my Xbox 360. Yeah. And I, I went, you know, went online, found some, you know, games and shit like that. I've been using this app called Mercari and shit, which you guys should get on. Seriously. Especially, oh, yeah. especially with the prices you guys got. Oh, yeah. I just, uh, dude, I just downloaded the other up. day. It's it's like Let Go or whatever any of those apps. Just get on there selling anything. Oh. PayPal account. Full disclosure, we're not sponsored by Mercari. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we just use it. But, uh, but yeah. Like, I, you know, I, the, the first two that I fucking bought were Fallout 3 Game of the Year and Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition. And what's worthy? Uh, I found them for I found ten bucks for Fallout Three, twelve for New Vegas. That ain't bad. Yeah, I mean it just it was an old woman who didn't know what she had. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, those are the best. And like that's the thing, like uh, you know, as as a consumer, as a cheap bastard who earns eight dollars an hour working at a gas station, I'm more likely to come shop at your store than I would be to you know go out to GameStop. Oh, game, yeah. every time I go into GameStop, I get depressed. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> like, man, I can't. Damn it! Well, it's it's so funny because they they get you with those. Oh well, you know this bin here. It's uh, if you find four games, you know we'll give them to you for ten dollars. But it's like shit that you know. Yeah. You, you know. It's like the the game selection at the dollar store. Yeah. FIFA, there's been eight copies of FIFA there yeah. since last July for uh, a goddamn reason. Yeah. I had someone come in and it's like, "Are you worried? They're selling games at the dollar store now." And I was thinking, "Oh fuck, I'm done." Nope. And I walk down there. It's just Battleborn, 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 FIFA. Battleborn, yeah. Battleborn. There was a cop. There, there was one game I was thinking about buying from a dollar store near my house. It was Max Payne Three, and that's because they wanted four dollars for it. <laughs> I go to grab it, and I notice that the cellophane is torn. They uh, reseal them. No, no. Get this, right? I look inside, and the discs have been stolen. Oh, right. <laughs> so I take it up there. I was like, "Hey, do you guys have the disc behind behind the counter or whatever?" And, and they're like, "No." <laughs> We don't. I'm like, oh, well, somebody stole your fucking Max Payne 3. Yep. They got both discs of the Xbox 360 version out. I'm like, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that that's my thing is um, I'd rather sell 100 games at a dollar a piece than one game at 100. Yeah. Because you've got, if you put a good price on something, you've got so much more potential to, to, to make a new friend and and have a return customer and that that's help your business a lot more than somebody being like okay here's the money and then they walk out oh absolutely yeah i mean like 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 when i came in here the first time i think i bought like three games but like it was all shit that i'd been interested in playing and you know like it was shit that was in my likes on mercari but i could find them cheaper here yeah you know what i mean which was really awesome and I fucking got Metal Gear Rising out of it. That game, you know, it's fucking eight hours of playtime, but still, I paid four bucks for it. What the fuck do I care? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but regardless, man, it's it, you got some, you got a good thing going on here for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so you were telling me about this guy yesterday who brought in a blanket. Oh yes. <laughs> you gotta tell me about that. Uh, uh, so I don't. You guys probably have to check my Facebook page to see the picture. But anyway, um, I'm. I sell a lot online because if if we get older stuff in, we've got collectors here. Yeah. But that that's where I think a lot of some of the the overpricing might have come from because a lot of people are used to seeing Super Nintendo games back in the early two thousands and late nineties being on a, a flea market table or yeah. a yard sale table for two bucks a piece, and that's just not the case anymore. Yeah. But we still have like. You know, our Super Nintendo games, like that copy of All-Stars we've got out there, it's got 17 bucks on it. Yeah. So. Um, oh, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, when we get 
more sought after things in, especially the older stuff. Like if if I got a copy of Earthbound in, there ain't no way I'm going to put 180 bucks on it and put it out in the counter because I'll just have to deal with people just walking over it and discussing me like, yeah. he wants 180 dollars for an old Super Nintendo game. Why would I pay that for Earthbound when I can get chaos in the Windy City? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so a lot of the stuff like that it goes to um, online Facebook groups. Yeah. If it's not going to go on eBay, which I sell a little bit on eBay, but I like to I like to sell on Facebook groups. Because I get a message, they tell me what they uh, that they want what I've got up, and then I can have back and forth with them, yeah. and we we um, do the PayPal transaction, and then I ship it to them, and I can track that, and they can talk to me if they have any problems all the way to it. But so anyway, I do a lot of sales through those, and um, I've made a lot of friends just with other sellers, and um, but the the admin of my favorite. Um, Facebook sale group. It's it's got thousands of members. This it's called Filthy Game Room, and uh, I've been on there since its inception. I think it's on. It's a newer group, mm-hmm. but uh, the guy that that we're talking about, Ben Bizzle, he he's been admins of other groups. Just huge video game seller. Everybody knows him, all over you know the forty eight states and even in Canada and stuff because he sells so much and such a nice guy and always satisfied his customers are. But anyway. He was making a trip down to Florida yesterday, so he takes this this detour, comes hours out of his way, comes and stops by the shop, and we do a little trading. But anyway, there's another Facebook group, and this Facebook group is pretty infamous for being just, just hardcore, like just the most terrible acting people. They're not bad people, but it's encouraged that you are just a terrible person when you post on there. So it's like the 4chan yes. of the video game. Exactly. So the yeah. absolute hate machine of the so video game. Yeah. What, what's it called? 8 8-bit and 16-bit retro gamers. You you would love it. All so right. so if you post on there, it'll be, you know, if you post a game on there for sale, it'll be uh, you'll get get fucked yeah. or <laughs> shit price. And then so you know somebody will buy it. It's just the way they act on there. But anyway, there was a member on that group and I don't know much about it because this was before I got into that group. But he's so infamous that um, that it's kind of like a legend among <laughs> among that. So his name's Brian Allen, <laughs> balding guy. Just when you think when you think pedophile, yeah, that's what pops into your brain. It's like central casting. Yeah, yeah hold on. His <laughs> middle-aged white guy, balding, glasses, goatee. He's got the rapist shit. glasses. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. I mean. So, he was on that... Um, to catch a predator? No. <laughs> Maybe. What are you doing here tonight? <laughs> but he was, Are these fungins and condoms? <laughs> he was on that Facebook group. And that motherfucker took pictures of underage girls as they walked to school. Oh, wow. And then posted them on the internet. And wow. 8-Bit has a justice system. And it's not just <laughs> video game related. It's just like... If if somebody's being a fuckhead, the whole group will turn on them, and it, it's a magical thing. Yeah. Like if you're a decent person, then you have no. It's just a great place to be. But if you if you fuck somebody over, or you're being creepy, or try to fuck a kid, yeah. <laughs> there's only a couple rules on the page. I think the main rule is don't don't violate Facebook terms of services, and don't go after anybody's family. So <laughs> everything else is fair. Yes, I mean you could do dead. anything. 
Yes. <laughs> what, does that include the dog? <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't. but anyway, so somehow they they find out that he's post pictures of those girls. So eight bit members pose as young women and get this man to send pictures of himself Aww. to them. Is, is that a picture of him? There he is. That's him. That's the oh. motherfucker right there. Oh. Yeah. He's pulling his shirt up. Yeah. Oh, That's man. on a blanket. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? That's me and Ben. Well, to, to do the joke. So so that, that blanket has been took around a lot of the middle of the country and the eastern board so the, the pictures got put on online to kind of internet justice him and, and and you know kind of shame him yeah, yeah. for being a, a creep yeah but uh ben took one of the photos you know the tame one there there's dick pics of this guy on right now <laughs> that he's, try, that he's they're, on, to they're on the but, other side uh, of yeah. the blanket <laughs> <laughs> that's on the back <laughs> but anyway yeah that he took that picture and sent it off to a company and they put it on that fucking blanket and when he come to see me the other day he brought the blanket with him <laughs> and that that blanket has become a piece of video game <laughs> treasure <laughs> yes it was an honor that will go down in the history books i can't wait to see the angry video games nerd <laughs> nerd video on it well 8-bit and 16-bit is kind of like the underground well i know i'm just they're, they're, saying <laughs> They're going to send an assassin to kill me just for talking about it. It's kind of like Fight Club for me. Right. You just violated the first two rules. They're going to put you on a blanket. Uh, your fucking corpse. A true honor. Just your corpse. Just on a blanket. Uh, oh, man, God. there's some really good people in there. They're all pricks. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. They're all pricks, but love them. One, I mean, one of them is probably the guess the post number guy from 4chan. Right. <laughs> guess guess the, post. the post number I'll tell you where her body is. Right. <laughs> I, I highly recommend all you guys check that group out. Oh, yeah. I absolutely intend to. Raise yeah. a little hell. I don't even have shit to sell, but I will tell them I have shit to sell <laughs> if, if only to troll. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so so you you were saying that you got some other businesses in this place. Why don't you tell us, you know, tell the audience about them. You know, give them some free exposure. Alright, yeah, plug. Uh, <laughs> we do t-shirts, custom t-shirts with vinyl. Um, we now do glass etching. And um, also there's a production company in here. A phone repair business. But these are all just like little facets of, you know, a, a, a beer conglomerate. Yeah. If you can call it that, it's the Vault Six Hundred Six Empire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that's dope, though. I mean, yeah, like, I it's, cool. it's it's literally this place is like a fucking temple of like creativity in like yeah. the creatively bankrupt area that this is. That's, you know what I mean? Thank you so much. Like yeah. seriously, that's oh, the best way that I can fucking describe it. it don't, don't let me take credit for for a lot of this because I've got some great people in here. I'm just kind of a poster boy for the vault because that was what stemmed a lot of this. Yeah, mainly the reason you're only hearing him talking because I only throw on three microphones. <laughs> but yeah. uh, next episode we're gonna get the whole gang in here. Yeah, literally, oh, yeah, literally, we're just gonna set a, a single mic in the center. Yeah. We're just gonna yell into it. Oh man, but but yeah, in all honesty. Okay, so I got uh, I'm in a I'm in a Facebook group uh, called Tech and Games Enthusiast, and okay. I told them I was gonna be doing this interview. I asked them if they wanted to ask any questions, and oh. uh, you know, there's some decent ones, but I kind of summed it down to three. Okay. Um, Anthony Bonfanti says, uh, "Here's something. How does the market trend towards digital distribution and games of a service affect the small retail and classic game market today, in your opinion? 
And what do you think the market will look like in 10 or 15 years? Oh, it's going to kill us. You really think so? Uh, um, as soon as our generation quits buying Super Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll never quit. Well, what we're talking about is just game store we're not talking about like a think geek or so where you go buy magic cards we're talking about used video games as a whole yeah um the one of the reasons why we do so well is because internet speeds and the the fact that technologically we're you know 10 years behind five years behind but that not not saying we're just dumb hillbillies or anything we're just the infrastructure of the way the internet runs through here like say you buy a ps4 game and you got it on a disc, and it's got a 20-gig download on top of it or a 10-gig download on top of it. Yeah. That's the whole fucking evening. Yeah. If you buy that oh, game yeah. tonight and your download speeds are only 3, 4, 5 megabytes a second, or, or and that's big for some people that I know, yeah. that is an eight-hour download. Yeah. I, know, I know at my house personally, uh, which I don't have the best, I think it's a gig every 45 minutes. No. So that plays into I've got we've got a little bit of a window of time here, but that's one of the reasons why we're beefing up the the t-shirt side and all the other aspects is is we'll always sell video games while we're open yeah. until we go out of business. But it's what we're doing here, I believe, is a dying breed. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean. Digital distribution, maybe, but yep. the whole games as a service model has yeah. been proven to be a bad idea yeah. in terms of the consumer. Well, they're tr- they know it is, and I believe personally they're just training the kids the next generation. Well, well, what I'm saying is, you know, with because uh, like they, you know, 2017 was the year of the loot box. Yeah, you know what I mean. It just was. Yeah, but. With you know everything they're announcing at E3 this year, they're you know they're all oh no microtransactions, free DLC, yeah. everything like that, and you know it's I I don't want to say they're learning because they're not. I think they're just covering their asses. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I, I I do agree with what you're saying. I mean because like let's be honest, no one is buying, no one is going to Best Buy or anything like that, any type of store for a PC game anymore. Yeah, they PC don't. games were the first to go. Yeah, they've been dead for the only time you'll see. A PC game that's on a disc anymore, it, it, either it's a Blizzard game, or it's one of those treasure hunt games or something thousand and one that you know your yeah. grandma picks up. And yeah. plays on it I mean it's pretty fucking sad that there is a service that provides you with a box for certain games. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's ridiculous. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean I agree with what you're saying there. And I mean, that that has haunted me. That was that has been one of, besides you know the bubble popping on the retro stuff because you know with it's it's like two spears coming at you. You've got the old games, which you're scared the bubble will pop or people will quit buying or can collecting. Mm-hmm. And then on the new end, you've got just the fact that they won't fucking make them anymore. Yeah. Have you ever uh, have you ever thought of maybe you know if you know when the bottom falls out on the physical media, you know setting this place up as like you know a net cafe or gaming cafe or something. You know, I'm sure uh, that. We will do something because I ain't about to go back to fucking Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> but it worked. That's another question. Have you ever uh, have you ever uh, worked at a, a type of GameStop or anything like that? No. Yeah. Uh, I've 
Just per- personal preference. I or? tried <laughs> to get a job at the Jackson GameStop, which is out of business now. Yep. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I used to go to these little things when I was in, unemployed. It was called a job club, which they moved to Campton, by the way, there for a little while. We don't even got a fucking job club here anymore. <laughs> but they, they sent a rep from GameStop there, and I specifically went just to talk to that guy. And I talked to him, told him that, you know, I love video games and I would be the best employee. And I went and I done an interview and they never called me back. And they were like, I heard from one of their counter workers like, yeah, he does that sometimes. He just goes and has people do interviews and never calls them back. Have you read GameStop Horror Stories at all? Or known anybody who's had GameStop sometimes Horror you'll, Stories? You'll, you'll see them every now and then. You'll always see the memes of big stack of games and GameStop offering 30 cents and stuff. But yeah. Game GameStop makes me sick. Yeah, like just going in it. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, just let it out. It's okay. Uh, this is this get, is your time. Get, get, get him a tissue. Well, you the people that own that store, which I think it was a subsidiary of Sears. EB Games was, and then EB Games. I don't know fucking history. Fuck that place. But anyway, the they people all, they that, only exist in Canada now. Yeah. <laughs> you've you've got people at the the top of the tower in the boardroom that don't get don't play video games don't give a fuck about video games yeah and they're the ones making the millions of the dollars and determining the stuff it's just i don't know oh that's it that's any corporate though no matter yeah. what job you have corporate the people there have generally not worked in your position have no fucking clue what they're yeah. doing and just go to implement something without yeah. it even being if if you're going to be over that many video games coming in and that many videos games coming out you better fucking love it or you'll end up making a decision at some point. Then, just like that, the last CEO that they had that quit. I think they had an intermediate one that was there for a little while. I don't. But yeah, the, I don't know. They're. I don't think they ran well. Yeah, I mean, you know, and not to mention that you know, you you look at some of the horror stories and they say like our managers would tell us specifically to lie to people and say we didn't have copies of new games so they would buy used games and shit like that. I would fire an employee on the spot if they lied to a customer like that. Yeah, so basically, so you're saying, okay, so hypothetical situation. Let's say you got a brand spanking new copy of fucking Metal Gear Survive, I guess. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's worth about $8. Because um, <laughs> fuck that game. But... uh well, you have a, a sealed copy and an unsealed copy, right? That, that that that's what irks me about them is if if you're if you're charging new price, it better have the fucking plastic off of it because that's the reason why people buy a new game is because they want to tear the cellophane off and get that blast of you know the smell of brand new plastic. Yeah, and they don't want that game to have been fucked with anyway by any person disc wise. Yeah, and and the fact that they how can you keep track of that? Unless you're putting a sticker right on the disc, if that's a new one, or that or that's been through a refurber at some point and has been traded in, yeah. it's just it's just the common sense of it. You know that. But one of my big gripes with GameStop ain't because their prices are shitty, or how they try to get you a subscription to that piece of shit magazine. That just <laughs> that's just one big ad for them. That literally is what it is. I mean, that's the best way to describe it. it it's just the it's just the way that they they treat the people that work for them. Yeah, because they wouldn't be as many horror stories because you know that a lot of the gripes from the customers will come from uh, employees that are not happy. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. That's you know, 
if, if he's got a bad working condition, you know, he's going to be fucking pissed and, yep. you know, he's going to take that out on the customer. Why yep. do you think I treat people like shit at my gas station on the first? <laughs> yep. Oh, the first especially. I'm a raging dick. Yeah. I've, that, I, I've told my manager, I don't know how many times at my job, like, just so you know, I was like, the first coming up, you'll probably get some calls of complaints against me. Just so you know. <laughs> That's just a given because yeah. you, you've got that many people in there that... People our age drawing social security income and it's, disability and shit sign, like that. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And they're not using any portion of that check to come to Vault 606 and right? buy some cheap games. <laughs> nope, they're they buy their scratch-off lottery and then they survive off food stamps for the, for the and month. And meth. And meth, yeah. yeah. Meth helps with the fasting. I told you how I saw the girl that fucked a serial killer. Yeah, you did. Yeah, she came into my work. She was like, I quit doing drugs, I just drink now. And I was like, cool. <laughs> She was like, I gained weight, you. and I was like, I can't tell. You still look like you weigh ninety pounds because of meth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. The drug, the drug issues in this place. I mean, that, it puts a hamper on all business. Yeah, naturally. Because I don't know, you get somebody high in a store. Oh, and, I never and, know what the fuck I want when I'm high in a store. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about weed. I'm okay. talking, I'm talking okay. about <laughs> someone who is fucked up on the hard stuff. Yeah. They will bounce around all over the place. They will knock shit over. They will talk. Like, somebody, if they're real high, they'll come in and I can barely hear them. And when I, when I finally get an opportunity to, like, answer one of their 50 questions that they threw at me, they completely ignore me. I'm like, why the fuck are we talking in the first place? Like, you know, Super Dangerous? Pokemon and Game of Color. When I still worked at the store he works at, there was a guy that came in just blood all over his hands. He'd been scratching himself raw, just sores all over his body. Yeah, that Bleeding. would be I, that would be like straight. Get the fuck out, buddy. Yeah. He just kept grabbing bags like donuts. Okay, how much is this? Is leaving blood all over everything. I was like, dude, just stop touching things. There's a price tag oh on the God. front. You don't have to touch it to know the price. Which is blood stop, on everything. Stop making them strawberry donuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I know that you know some people have problems with that because they've got hurt in the past and stuff. And I don't mean to be judgmental and stuff, but when when you're in the resale market, it's a lot of extra bullcrap. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess that's all I gotta say about that. Yeah. Okay, so tying in uh, the second question, uh, tying into the first question. Oh, there. the GameStop—they'll be out of business in yeah. six years. Yeah, max. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of age demographic? How do you think that affects it? Most of my customers are in their mid to late twenties, I would assume. Yeah. From what I've seen, you, you, we get a lot. It's it split because. Yeah. A lot of the teenagers are just worried about, you know, dating and stuff, I'd assume. But uh, it's a lot of... Yeah, pussy, twel- pussy uh, takes priority yeah, at yeah. that age. There's a, there's a pussy area where uh, <laughs> t- 12 and up, 12 to like 23, they start winding down. Like, yeah, I'm getting back into video games. I've had my slice. <laughs> I'm out of college. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what you get when you when you don't have anything like the hot coffee mod oh, anymore, yeah. you know. I went, to hot, I went to college twice. <laughs> it was fun. Dude, Fun I, fact, I'm a college dropout. Oh, I am too. Yeah. Like I said, twice. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of the... You're sitting here with two college yeah, dropouts. Nice. Well, nice. The, the first time I was politely asked to leave North Carolina, <laughs> and the second time it was just I finished the semester and didn't sign back in. Yeah, yeah. it's fun times, you know. Hey, this, you know. What, a, what a fucking ripoff, man. They oh, sold that hard, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, but, my parents just dropped me off at a two-year Christian college. After I graduated military boarding school, oh, man. and now he's yeah. on a blasphemous podcast, yeah, so right. that that worked out. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, man. I'm glad it worked for you. No, yeah, yeah no, I'm I'm great. 
I am fan fucking tastic. <laughs> All right, the third cleaning a gun barrel every night. Yeah. Okay, the third, the third, and fine. Third. And <laughs> me, me too, brother. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. The third and final and obviously most important question is why did you shit yourself that bad? I, I smell it. I and didn't I do am, that. I am that downwind of you. There's a little fan me. behind you. That was not me. I assure you, Sorry. that was not me. It was her. <laughs> Damn it! Is it because I made the joke about you losing five hours of work? <laughs> Nothing. It's about five hours. I, I said, it, what, "Did you do that because <laughs> I made a joke about you losing five hours worth of work?" She did. I we, got it back. Yeah. I fixed it all. Oh, way to go. <laughs> was that job applications? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, so the third and final and most important question. All right. Ian Maddox wants to know, do you or have you ever sold Battletoads? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a fucking course, dude. I've been in the business almost 10 years. Of course I've sold Battletoads with <laughs> Double Dragon both. <laughs> That was a good. That was a good combo. Yeah, I mean, like, let's be honest, it's the fucking dopest combo in the if, world. If you show me a video game seller that ain't fucked with Battletoads, I, are you excited about the announcement that a new Battletoads game is coming? I'll check it out. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the last. That was tough. I just never got into. It. I know it was. A, it's a funny joke to fuck with GameStop employees, but GameStop yeah. employees and pawn and the, yeah. the gold and silver pawn shop employees. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> alrighty. So, we're at the hour mark, so I say we'll take a quick break, All right. and then we'll come back. And, and we'll shock play, the shit out of them. Yeah, we'll play yes. a game. Very nice. Uh, we'll play a game. It's uh, a fun game everybody loves, but uh, we have a false co-ed. Uh, what do you know? It's a false co-ed for Vault 606. Isn't that strange? Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Hello. Hey, all right. We'll be right back on the Church Absurd. I have a brand new console, and I can't find any new games for it. I'm just sitting here collecting dust, and I don't know where to find any games. God damn it. GameStop's prices are just so goddamn high. Where am I supposed to go? Vault 606. Located in the middle of beautiful Jackson, Kentucky, next to a Little Caesars on Highway 15, Vault 606 is your one-stop shop for the best deals in gaming. They've got everything, and I'm talking everything, from NES to Sega Genesis to Game Boy Color to Xbox 360 to original Xbox to PS2 to PS1. I'm telling you, they got fucking everything. And if you're looking to be a little bit more artistic, they got a print shop, they got a production company, and all types of creative shit in the middle of the store. And I know what you're thinking. Well, what else do they have? Well, they got action figures. That's right. You want a Rick and Morty action figure? You can find it there. You want a Rocky Horror Picture Show action figure? You can find it there. I'm telling you, you son of a bitch, they got everything. And you're probably sitting there thinking, God damn it, I don't even live in Kentucky. Well, guess what, you little bitch? They're online. They're on eBay at Vault 606 Collectibles. They're on Facebook at Vault 606. You can even add the manager himself, Ben Dale Combs, on Facebook, and you will see the awesome deals he posts daily. As well as beautiful candid shots of his magnificent beard. So get off your easy chair, stop jerking off to fan fiction of Laura Croft, and get your ass down to Vault 606, or get your ass on the computer and check them out online for the most excellent deals you could possibly find in gaming. Are you gonna go to GameStop? Fuck you! Go to Vault 606! You won't be regretting your decision, ever! I assure you, 100% church absurd guarantee! And we are back to the Church Absurd. Your host, Reverend Just, joined by Deacon Sam, and we are joined by Ben of Vault 606 and his compatriot for a specific reason. And you want to know what that reason is, Sam? 
What's that reason? That reason is because it's time for everyone's favorite time. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> That's right, folks. It is game time. It is time to play shocking trivia. <laughs> we have the shock collars wrapped around our hands at the current moment, and we're going to be doing something different for shocking trivia because we have a guest on the show. We're going to be using them as our avatars, if you will. We're going to be asking them questions, and each one will represent one of us. Whoever gets it wrong, their avatar gets shocked. So basically, Ben, you're going to be my avatar. All right. And you will be Sam's. Don't fail me. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it is not I'm inspired. Sorry. If confidence. it helps, if it helps, it's all video game related. So one oh. and two? Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Do you want to do the honor, Scotty? Uh, what? Okay. You change it? I'm caller number one. He is number two. And that that's how you how you give him the business Those right there. That's how you. Oh, no. Hold it for at least three seconds. Three yeah. All right, man. All right. Uh, are you? Are you? What? What number are you set at? I'm. I have uh, sixty-five. Sixty-five. Okay. Do me a favor. Test it. Uh, that's mine. <laughs> that's mine. You motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Test his too. Okay. Good. Take the remote back. Put it up to seventy for both of us. All right. This is this is the real shit, folks. We are setting it to seventy oh, of a hundred. <laughs> All right. I don't know that much about video games. <laughs> All right. So. Test mine, please. Uh, you're two, right? Yep. Ah! God <laughs> damn it! Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, hate, I hate if you have any customers in the store right now. They're going to think that you're filming a snuff movie back here. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Real quick. Real quick. How do you pronounce your name exactly? Scott. Scott. Okay. Just making sure. Did it you might, really yeah. need clarification? It might have been Scott. I don't know. It's Scott with a Y. Scott with a Y. Okay. Yeah. The K is silent. Shit. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, I was pushing my buttons. <laughs> Don't press the Y. <laughs> okay. All right. Ben, are you ready? Yeah. Wait, Scott, we, are you ready? Huh? I forgot which one. You're one. One, two. two. All right, I got you. Yeah. All right. Okay. All righty. I will. <laughs> which one are you on right now? Are you on mine? I'm on one. One. Okay. So yeah. Sam goes first. <laughs> Scott. Yes. In Metal Gear Solid Three, the password between Snake and Adam is a question and answer. The question is, who are the Patriots? What is the answer? And since you don't know shit about video games, I'll give you a multiple choice. Make it easier for all right, you. All right, we'll go, we'll go. Is it number? Is it letter A, America? Is it B, Lale Lule Lo? Is it C, Psycho Mantis? Or D, The Pain? Ah, uh, shit. Hmm. See, I don't even know much about the Middle of Solid You can go with America? <laughs> yeah, if you could please shock Sam. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, man. You said three seconds. Yeah. Right? <laughs> ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, please switch the collar over to mine. Do not hey. shock me yet. Ben. Yes. <laughs> Jill should have the lockpick at the beginning of the original PS1 Resident Evil because she is what? Mm. Would you like the quote to make it a little bit easier? Yes. Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be better if you... blank. Uh, 
Can I get a hint? Master! Master! She's a puppeteer. Wrong. Please shock me. <laughs> ah, you God damn it, Ben! Ow! I'm sorry. <laughs> Not a big Resident Evil fan. Okay. Please switch it over to Sam. I rented one Resident Evil where you start out in a jail cell and I couldn't get out the entire fucking weekend. What was that? Is that uh, Ver- Code Veronica? I don't know. It was, it was a Capcom one. In my defense... I feel like I should have I should play every game, but I started at four. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the original uh, PS one version, the uh, was she a cop? She was, but but yeah. the uh, the English translation was so poor that it says, "Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be better if you, the master of unlocking." <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Scott. Yes. In Fallout Three, what is the? <laughs> God You're supposed it, to be playing Scott. this right I now. I just started playing this. He did. <laughs> what is the water purifier called? Uh, can I get a hint? Starts with project. I know this one. I, I do too. <laughs> oh my god. Um, of course you know this one. Fucking bad. You have a tattoo <laughs> on your fucking arm of Vault Boy. Well, given my extensive knowledge of all video games, um, it's a water purifier that Starts with project. Mm. It's biblical. Project Moses. God, Just please, shock me. Please shock pro- Sam. Project Purity. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. All right. Ah! <laughs> okay. Ben. Yes. Don't fucking fail me, dude. I'm just trying not to. In Saints Row. I've never played any of the Saints Row. <laughs> Who voices Julius Little? Oh, uh, is that the president? No, mm. no. It's uh, Julius Little is the head member of the like the leader of the Saints mm. in the first two games. I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna go Terry Crews. <laughs> Hold on. Do you want a hint? Yeah, give me a hint. <laughs> he was in They Live. Never seen that movie. Oh, <laughs> he was in The Thing. Never seen that movie. What? <laughs> the podcast is over. I'm going home. <laughs> Why did no. I come out? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Uh, you say you Terry Crews. Please shock me. God damn it! That's me. Oh man! God damn it! God damn it! Ow! Ow! Fuck! Ah! God damn it! Oh shit! Oh god! <laughs> Wait, what was the answer on that? Keith David. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, He's the guy that goes Navy. Accelerate your life. Yeah. Anyway. Scott. Oh, is he the progressive black guy? No. Okay. No. <laughs> you didn't think you were signing up for this, did you? I, did, I didn't know you guys were going to bring shot callers. <laughs> Scott. Question five. In episode three of Duke Nukem 3D called Shrapnel City. It starts with Duke spouting a famous quote from cult action slash sci-fi film They Live. What is the quote? I'm here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. That was close, so I'll give it to you. Sam does not get shocked. Yeah, I was about to say, he's one word off. No. (laughs) He said, I'm here, and it says, it's time. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Duke very famously says, it's time to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of gum. Alright, so I am in the lead. Ben. <laughs> yes. Please switch the collars over. I got it on too. 
Okay. Ben. PT was a playable teaser for what canceled horror game? Oh, um... That was the... New Silent Hill? Yep, the New Silent Hill, that's correct. Alrighty. Now, hold on, before we go any further, what's the uh, punishment for the losers? Uh, karaoke while being shocked. Don't fail me. <laughs> I can't carry a tune I'm, in I'm a just, fucking bucket. I'm just going to make you do take on me again God for these guys. <laughs> Alrighty. <coughs> Scott. Yeah. In Conquer's Bad Fur Day, a living pile of fecal matter tells you who he is and what he will do in the form of a song. What is the first line of the song? Hello, my honey. That's kind of cool. Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. <laughs> Please shock oh, Sam. Oh, the camp town <laughs> Ah, damn it! <laughs> I love this. We're going to have to get some of these well, for the well, shop, man. Hey, uh, $30 yeah, on 30 Amazon. 30 bucks on Amazon for the one one remote that char- controls two collars. Scott uh, Scott brought in a, a breathalyzer the other day that he got, and he's been having a ball with it. <laughs> oh, man, those were always fun, working at a bar. Yeah. Uh, in case you're wondering, Scott, the answer it goes: I am the great mighty poo, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> you were close. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ben. Yes. Please switch the. Okay. In Final Fantasy VII, what character is killed by Sephiroth, and what is widely considered to be the saddest? Yeah, that's correct. Shock him anyways. No, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have my hands on the tassels, bitch. Alrighty. God, I'm glad I got that one right, or this fucking tattoo, I'd have to shave it off. Right. Okay. Scott. The Grand Theft Auto series takes place in fictional cities based on real places. For example, Vice City's based on Florida, New York, you know, Liberty City's based on New York. Except for one. What real city has a Grand Theft Auto story taking place there? No help. <laughs> take take a hint. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's that? I don't want to phone a friend or something. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not trying. Can I? You want it? You want yeah, a holy audience? No, <laughs> I, I will give him a hint. There's a bunch of goth songs talking about how much it's always fucking raining there. Uh, can I give him Sweeney a better? Todd lives there. Can I? Oh, correct. There you go. That's All right. So we're still <laughs> we're still tied. Fucking rain in London. All right, Ben. Yes. It, switch the collars over, please. All right. What game series was born out of a Quake mod? Mm. Quake mod, not a Half-Life mod. <clears throat> you want a hint? Yeah. It was uh, the sequel for it was actually involved in a Valve product, mm. Mm. which compiled other games with it. Oh, that's Portal. Uh, the Rit? You fucked me over, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Team Fortress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please that, that shock me. Whoa, what the fuck? Ow, god damn it. Didn't they call that the orange box? Yes, it was the orange box. Yeah. What's the what's the score at right now? Um, we're still tied. Oh. And if you get this if he gets this question wrong, which he will. Scott. <laughs> in heavy rain. <laughs> who turns out to be the origami killer in all of the different endings of the game? Um. <laughs> No help. All right, we get no hints on this one. No. Well, I mean, I'll give you a hint. All right, yeah, shoot. He's a cop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, Pass. (laughs) 
We Take shock fans. Fuck me, then. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, Is it the dad? It was no. Scott was it Shelby. The, Scott Shelby. I never played it. Never you never played it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you what? Oh, I would have got that. All right. <laughs> All right, Ben. Yes. What infamous game promoted itself with an ad saying, John Romero is about to make you his bitch? Was that... Oh, that, was that a Call of Duty? No. It wasn't? I thought John... You want a hint? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was after Doom, mm. and it was it was in response to uh, the other guy going off to make Quake. Mm. Was it Duke Nukem? Oh, uh. Was it what? What'd you say? What? Duke Nukem, maybe? No. Mm. <laughs> All right, I've given him two answers. Yeah. Just shock me. Get him. Ah, God damn it, that fucking sucks so bad. <laughs> it's worse when you just have one hand on one. It oh, yeah. sucks. Oh, God. The answer was Dai Katana. Mm, I've never put <laughs> No one ever did. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Scott. Yes. Which game developer responded to criticism by canceling the sequel to a successful indie game? Oh, I know this one. And telling the critic, compare your life to mine and then kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. The dude went nuts. If you want to pass it to Ben, we can. me and Ben can get a no, steal. I'll, I'll, I'll take the hint. Well, his, his last name... His his name was pretty aquatic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know his name. I know the game. I, it was in that movie. Yeah, in the game of the movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was. Like, uh, his name is pretty aquatic? Yeah, pretty aquatic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mr. Ocean? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Ocean? <laughs> Mr. Ocean's Fez? <laughs> no, it's, uh, the answer was Phil Fish. Yeah, so. Phil, Phil Fish. Fish. I remember yeah, so Shit, go ahead. It's, I'm sorry. Man. It's all right. Yeah, I, I just didn't know the answer. I know. <laughs> I right. forgive you, Scott. Ben? Yes. You're pretty familiar with NES games, right? Yeah, pretty you, familiar. You they be, were before my time. But, but you, beat a, you beat a good plenty of them, right? I'm, Decent I'm, amount? Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, which game had an ending that revealed that the player's victory was a trick by Satan? Oh. And it made you go back to the beginning of the game. And pl- and beat it again. Oh, that was a. Which platform was this on? I don't... What's on? Which console was this on? Yes. Uh, it's NES. I... I know Castlevania done that once where you had to start right o- over. Yeah, but uh, but that wasn't because of a trick from Satan. Yeah, that one. Um... You want a hint? Yeah. Uh, if you got hit, you were in your underpants. Oh. Fuck! Uh... <laughs> Hang on. Goose Ghost Goblins. Alright, so now I'm in the lead. Damn it. Scott. Yeah. Please switch the collars over. I know you're probably losing track because these are going by so fast. Uh, who butchered the legacy of Silent Hill, Castlevania, and Metal Gear Solid by turning them into pachinko machines? <laughs> <laughs> you want it? You want a hit? Yeah, sure. Use the code. <laughs> yeah. Use the code. Yeah. It's most. It's a company. Turtles in time. Oh, fuck. Contra. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. Yeah, yeah, I just can't fucking get it out of my head. It was known as the blank code. The blank is the answer to this question. 
Is that your is that your no, final answer? No, the Namco Coke. I, I, I can't. I can't. The you know, I told myself I wouldn't pick up liquor on my way home tonight. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's not in the video game news, it's, by the way, Sam. <laughs> I could fucking tell. Yeah. God damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ben. You asked me yes, a question about sir. pong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it. What sound did the pong make when it hit? No. Uh, William Shatner had a first person shooter once. What? Really? Yeah, what was it called? Uh, oh, was it a. What system? PC. PC? Yeah. I have no clue, dude. It was called Tech War, but hmm. it doesn't matter because I still win. Yeah, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that. That's right. My thumb came off the Before you take your victory, uh, Scott. Do we get tur- a bonus, bonus round or anything like that? What? Do we get like a bonus round? You want a bonus round? Okay. I don't know. Does he want a bonus round? I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we will. Okay, we'll do a bonus round. Hey, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, if, uh, if you get this. I will take the loss, and I will sing the karaoke with the shocker. Okay? There is a specific Fallout New Vegas uh, downloadable content in which you go to the moon. What is it called? I'm still on 30. Downloadable content, uh, which you go to the moon, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, I got a hint. Um, well, I'll give you the uh, opposite. Okay. He'll tell you to fuck yourself. <laughs> well, um, let me see. Let's see. Young it, Sky Happiness. Young Sky Happiness. No ground savings. Can I steal? Ben, you can steal. Is, is it Old World Blues? Yes, That's it's correct. fucking Old World Blues. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, now that that's gone. over, would you turn it to my collar and read off the number on the screen? On your collar? Yeah, yeah. The, the the big number. It's 70. All right, now turn it to collar number two. It's 90. Oh, you <laughs> fucking asshole. Oh, my God. You had me at 90? <laughs> I didn't see that now one time. <laughs> sure you didn't, Scott. <laughs> oh. All right, so that means that uh, Sam is the loser. Like fucking always, story of my life. Right, so you can hand me the uh, remote there. Uh, all righty. Let's put you up to 90, shall we? <laughs> put it at 100. Not Fuck 100. It. Okay. Go for it. Here we go. All right, he's going to go to the 100. Right, and, we'll, and we're, you know, it's going to be very simple. We're just going to go to the chorus, you know. Yeah, give, been, it, give it a couple lines. And we've been we've been here a decent amount of time, and I know she's in a hurry to leave. So, yeah, we've been on take on me for this entire goddamn time we've done the podcast. What's a podcast? Podcast, porncast, <laughs> porncast. I'd watch that. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Dreading it, Sam. Oh, shit! <laughs> Alright, you ready? <laughs> Come on, everybody. Take on me. Take on me. Take me. Oh, shit! I'll be gone! Oh, it's been fun, guys. Yeah.
<laughs> Alrighty, folks. That's going to do it for this episode of The Church Absurd. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to Vault 606 for letting us in. And, Anytime. You know, and thanks like to that. Scott for helping me out during that, uh, yeah, that, that game of shocking trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he's making yeah. uh, Ben, why don't you tell them how, where they can find you online? Directly beside Little Caesars right on Highway 15, Jackson, Kentucky. Uh, and uh, that's online? Yeah, that's online. Uh, online. Uh, <laughs> Vault 606 on Facebook. And yeah, message me or Bendel Combs personally on Facebook. Yeah, and what about uh, eBay? That's the eBay uh, store. eBay is Vault Six Hundred Six Collectibles. And okay. what about Pornhub account name? That is a little bit too personal. Okay. Right. What about Grinder? What are you on Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> Just scroll enough, you'll find you'll find me. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Especially if you're local. <laughs> He's like, I want to show you my joystick. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Well, it looks like that's going to do it. Be sure to you know check out Vault Six Hundred Six. Definitely check him out on eBay if you're you know looking to collect some shit. And you know just uh, you know talk to him personally. He's always posting great deals. He was fucking offering an Xbox One for 151 bucks the other day. I mean, fuck me, dude. That thing went quick. So. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it really did. I was pissed. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, be sure to sh- you know support all the other Fat Lows radio shows, including the Fickle Fanboy with RPM, the Designated Drinkers. If you want to contribute to our network, be sure to get involved with the League of Infuriated Nerds. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much for listening. As always, go in peace and tear the world to pieces! Woo! This has been a Fat Lowell's Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Hey guys, uh, no after-service reception this week, but uh, guess what? We have something special for you. Since this is episode 20, uh, you know we are in the middle of making Alani's album, and we have three tracks completed so far, so I'm going to give you a special sneak preview. Uh, the first one up is something very special. Uh, if you know the song The Sound of Silence, uh, Disturbed covered it a few years ago, and it was very successful. Blew the fuck up in the charge. Uh, but uh, I think Lonnie can do it a little bit better. Hello, Bigfoot, my old friend. I've come to hunt for you again Because I've heard you softly creeping Outside my shed while I was sleeping The paranoia that was planted in my brain Still remains Hearing the sounds of Sasquatch In the forest I walked alone Where all the green is overgrown Illuminated by my headlamp Walking the path when it was cold and damp When my ears were stabbed by the sound of an owl's cry That split the night 
It was the sound of Sasquatch. And on the mountain ridge I saw 100 Bigfoots, maybe more. They were telling me without speaking. They were the truth that I was seeking in the hills surrounding my tiny shed. And then I said, I heard the sound of Sasquatch. Fools like I, we do not know. Deep this urban legend goes Hear my words that I might teach you Bigfoot's message, know it might reach you The evidence on deaf ears they have fell As you can tell No one can hear the sound of Sasquatch People hear the words I say They say that I have gone insane I assure you I'm not crazy My memory is not so hazy Sign said the words of the Bigfoots are written on my shed's walls and in the halls. It is the sound of I think that was beautiful. I don't know what you think, but uh, I think that was beautiful. But you might be thinking, what's next? Well, let's go for an old favorite. You know which one this is. All right, you guys got to sing this one with me. What is it? Welcome to my shed. Oh, Open shit. Open up the champagne. Yeah, let's do it. It's my shed. Come on, turn it up. Hear a knock on the door and the night begins. Owl noises coming from the trees within. Make yourself at my shed, tell me where you been. Pour yourself something warm, cause there is no fridge. Sometimes you gotta stay in. And you know where I live. Yeah, it's on a mountain. Sometimes you gotta stay in, in. Welcome to my shed. Baby, take my head. Put it on a stick and say that Bigfoot did it. Welcome to my shed. Grab a banana and leave it in the woods to see if he will peel them. Welcome to my shed. 
welcome to my shed Morning comes and you know that you want to stay I never want to stay, Lonnie Close your eyes, there's a hunt later today Got my dog Savage going outside now What is it, boy? Oh, he heard something, so he comes back in Sometimes you gotta stay in Where you know that you're safe From the Bigfoot Sometimes you gotta stay in, in Welcome to my shed Baby, take my head Put it on a stick and Say that Bigfoot did it Welcome to my shed Grab a banana and Leave it in the woods to See if he will peel them They can sense guns Can they? Welcome to my shed Welcome to my shed Welcome to the mountain Bigfoot's roaming this land Cross his path, get a foot right up your ass oh. If you're inside the shed, you best be glad Because without me, bitch, your ass would be grass what? Shotguns, bear trap, beer in my glass You're in my shed now and there ain't no turning back Another shot of moonshine and a puff puff pass oh, It's my shed, yeah. just relax Welcome to my shed Maybe take my head Put it on a stick and say that Bigfoot did it Welcome to my shed Grab a banana And leave it in the woods To see if he will peel them What is it, Lonnie? There's something out there Welcome to my shed Come on, everybody Welcome to my shed They can sense guns Welcome to my shed Alrighty, folks. The last one we're going to do for you is uh, take on an old classic. It's a classic everyone loves. I'll let it speak for itself. When you were here before Couldn't look you in the eye You were hiding in the forest Your fur makes me cry You're so elusive In the beautiful woods you're so fucking special You're so very special But I'm a creep I'm a weirdo What the hell am I doing here? Searching for Bigfoot I don't care if it doesn't work. I want to have control. I want to hold your body. I want to hold your soul. I want you to take me to the rest of your friends. 
You're so fucking special. Please make me special. Cause I'm Lonnie King. I know I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? Searching for Bigfoot. Oh, oh, he's out there in the woods. He's out there. He is out there. I want him to come find me. I've been searching for him for so long. I need him. (laughs) Whatever makes you happy. Whatever you want. You're so fucking special. Please let me find you. My name is Lonnie King. Bigfoot Hunter. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. Please find me Bigfoot.